And I did that for 18 months. That, Derek, is what detoured me. And I called it divine detour. Mm. That is what divinely detoured me into speaking. Because I was showing up at events, I would go to trade shows, conferences, flea markets. Should I sell T-shirts out the back of my trunk? Come on. Anywhere I could sell them, I would sell them. But it was that persistence and consistency in that path, in that course, that allowed someone to recognize me and say, wow, we love what you're doing. Yo, 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 drop it for me. You are not tuned in to family too. Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Paco on this thing. This has been Joy. Hey, this is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? This is your boy Q from Chopping Up with Q and the Critical Dub Network. And you are tuned in to the Play with the Team. Yeah. It's official, man. Now here's your host. D-Buzz. Let's do it. All right, world. It brings me um, a lot of pleasure. Um, an honor to pay it forward um, as we get to the single digits now from uh, or for this road to 500 in the single digits. It's only fair to bring the person that has a big part of uh, the trajectory of my podcasting career back in 2019. Yes, yours truly was the podcast of the year, which um She was a witness to me uh, being very emotional, but that was because of the very hard work. But we'll get to that later. But we have mom, wife, entrepreneur, best-selling author. Did I say speaker? Internationally known. Did I say uh, TEDx speaker? Did I say speaker? Um, Empowerment, whether it's women, men, spending time with yours truly. World, help me welcome to the flagrant two, Dr. Cheryl Wood. Man, I'm about to take you with me all over the world to intro me. I love that intro. <laughs> hey, I'm so happy to be here with you today. No, thank you, thank you, thank you. So it's been a few years, and like we was just kind of saying, how your journey from when we first met a few years ago until now has been inspiring to me. Um, I told you uh, before how. When someone wins an award, and for me, it's very prestige. When people ask you, hey, who are your recipients or who have won, you know, from um, your events? And when you say, you know, Derek Murphy, I want you to be proud that, yes, this man has went from here to here. So that constantly keeps me pushing. So I want to tell you, thank you. For again, you and your team for uh, the acknowledgement, the recognition, and um, regardless, like I told you again offline, I would like to continue to make you proud because I know the moves that you're making. Just worked with Eric Thomas, constantly speaking uh, at different engagements, power move events, and still taking time to do your mom duties, wife duties, and just take yeah. care of your family and. Spend time with yours truly so But Dr. Woods wants to first initially tell you Thank you before we dive deeper To the work and know more about you Absolutely well we were honored To honor you I think that is I always say that's the cherry on top Of the work that we do When we make our lives about others You'll hear me say this constantly Always make your life bigger than you 
And that's what we could see in you and the work that you were doing, that you were making your life so much bigger than just you. Like you really wanted to reach out and touch and impact other people. And whenever we see that, we want to acknowledge it. We want to celebrate it. We want to honor it and reward it uh, because we want you to continue doing that. Because there are a lot of people out here in this in the world who their lives aren't, you know, bigger than them. It's only about right. them and what they can get and what they want. And so um, we just we celebrate you. We will always hold you in high esteem mm. as our honoree uh, podcaster of the year for 2019. And we just we're keeping our eye on you, uh, Derek Murphy. <laughs> See, we're so all, we, see, I, I told y'all, <laughs> no, but no, yeah, I we, no, that. we're keeping our eye on you because we, we want to see the continued global impact that you are destined to make. It's not a question. It's, it's just wh where is he going next? It's not if you're going somewhere, it's where you're going and who you're becoming. And we are honored to be in the front row watching everything that you are accomplishing because you're putting the time, the energy, the effort in and because you have made your life bigger than you. So keep up the great work. Thank you. Now, doctor, don't make me cry again. You you, you, got, you, <laughs> had, you, had, you had me cry before. Boo-hoo, nose running, <laughs> eyes just watering world. But I'm it was so it beautiful. It was such a uh, a moment of gratitude. And I've been in that moment. And I'm, I'm not done. I have those moments even now in my journey where I just, I have to kind of compose myself because I'm so grateful that all the work that I've put in has in some way paid off and that people see it like at the end of the day yeah all of us want to feel good inside but public acknowledgement and recognition is a big part of us continuing on our journey because it says you do matter what you do matters it's helping other people and we want to know that so i think it's a big deal and i've gotten i mean i was just that way this past week when i spoke with eric thomas spoke on stage uh, as a keynote speaker for eric thomas event like that was a huge moment for me. So yeah, you have a right to be emotionally touched and moved by that and have such a spirit and a heart of gratitude that yeah, it does kind of, you know, somebody feel like somebody's cutting onions. <laughs> <laughs> and world, I did that. For Dr. <laughs> Dr. Cheryl Wood, I like to say the full name. Where did your entrepreneur journey or spirit come from? Because everyone is, isn't is able to do this. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Entrepreneurship ain't for wimps, right? That's for sure. You cannot be a wimp. You cannot be a person who doesn't have discipline. You cannot be a person who gives up easy. Mm -hmm. And you cannot have that microwave syndrome. Like, oh, I got to have it tomorrow, right? In hindsight, ironically, I feel like I got it from my mother. Okay. Because even though my mom was she worked full-time as the manager of a cafeteria for Baltimore City Public Schools for 25 years. Mm. Number one, she had probably the best work ethic I've ever seen any person have. Always went to work every day, sick or not. She pulled herself together. Uh, she stayed after hours, even though she wasn't paid overtime for those after hours, making sure the job was done. She was committed. She was honest. She was loyal. She was dedicated. But even outside of that, I say I get the entrepreneurial spirit from her because she, my mama always had a side gig. She always had a side hustle. So whether she was cooking dinners for out of our, you know, apartment at Lafayette Projects and everybody from 13th floor on down would come and buy dinners from her, or if she was selling Tupperware, uh, or if she was selling encyclopedias, my mama always had a side hustle. <laughs> and so when I start thinking about it in these more recent years, I'm like, 
In actuality, I did have an example of entrepreneurship in my family. My mom, it just, that was that she was more of an entrepreneur. So she still had that full-time job and she was doing her hustle on the side, but she almost had to, she was almost forced because we were so beneath the poverty line that without those side hustles, we wouldn't have had food on the table. So I would say the true spirit of it and what it looks like to be tired, but you do it anyway, you go to the to sell the thing anyway, you speak up and tell people what you're selling, you put a price to something that you have, whether it's intellectual property or if it's a, a product, that I learned from watching my mom. Nice. Well, again, we have Dr. Cheryl Wood <clears throat> just here giving us some inspiration. It's even me still. And so you go from having, well, you know, you knew you had the entrepreneur spirit from mom. What was it initially that you said, you know what, maybe I can start selling? Was it clothes? Was it, you know what, I'll probably start writing books. What was it that you was like, you know what, I think I can take that extra leap and start actually doing this uh, journey? Yeah. So initially I started off just like my mom. I actually got a full-time job. So I was a legal secretary in corporate America for 15 years. Um, now, remember, I grew up in poverty. I grew up in an inner city housing project, Lafayette Projects. So coming out of that environment, nobody's telling you that you can be this giant in the world, you know, that you can matter, that you can make six figures. We don't even talk that kind of language in the hood, right? That's right. That's facts. <laughs> so I, my whole premise was get out of the hood, get you a good, good job so that you can get out of, the, out of poverty and stay out of poverty. So that's the course that I followed. Now, I followed that course and that course was fine for a season. And I think that's what all of us have to remember. Everything typically will have a season. Now, it was fine until I got to a space where I wanted freedom. So as a mother of three, um, at the time, I was just like, I'm tired of dropping my kids off every morning at 6 a.m. at somebody else's facility. I don't see them again until 6 p.m picking them up from somebody's facility. And, and unfortunately, when I get to them and pick them up, I'm giving them the worst parts of me. I'm tired, I'm grouchy, I'm irritable, I'm not fulfilled, all the stuff that goes with not walking in purpose, right? You're doing it just for a paycheck. That's what I was doing it for a paycheck. So I just got tired of that, the lack of freedom. I got tired of asking permission for a day off or asking permission and having to fill out a leave slip for a vacation. Or if my kid woke up sick one day, uh, you know, I got tired of being afraid to pick up the phone and call my supervisor and say, I, ca I can't make it today because my be kid is sick. Right. Right. And you know that there's going to be repercussions to that. So it was that stuff I got tired of. So I wanted financial freedom. I didn't want anybody to cap my salary anymore because I didn't have a degree because I went straight from high school graduation into the workforce. I didn't go for an Ivy League education. So I got into corporate America and now they're telling me I'm not good enough to make over a certain amount of money because I didn't have a college degree. Well, I got sick of that. I got sick of not having time freedom and then creative freedom. So those are the things that I wanted and desired. So in 2009, I was like, well, what? how do we break through this? How do, how do you do something you've never done before? And it really is just by doing something you've never done before. You can't get something you've never had before it's until you do done. something you've never done before. Facts. So I started a t-shirt business here's why I started the t-shirt business. Cause some people might say, well, why, what made you start the t-shirt business? It wasn't that there was any foreseeable amount of money that I felt like I could have made as a t-shirt company. I didn't think that was going to make me a millionaire. What I was looking for was something I was very passionate about and could speak passionately about to other people when I was trying to sell my product. 
And number two, something that even if the money didn't come immediately, I would still have a drive for that thing because of my passion for it. If you only chase money and the thing that's going to get you quick money, eventually you will run out of steam because your passion is going to, it's never going to show up. And if your passion never shows up, then the amount of money that you can really make from that thing is never going to show up. So I did it the opposite. Don't chase money, Cheryl. Pick something and chase something that you're passionate about, it, which was motherhood. So my company at the time, 2009, which by the way, I still kept my full-time job. I didn't quit my job because I still had bills to pay. So mm. let me just put it out there for all y'all who are like, oh, I'm about to quit my job. <laughs> look, look, you can quit your job if you want to, but I promise you, you are not going to be able to go knocking on your friend's house talking about, can I sleep on your couch, mm. right? So look, you have to be fiscally responsible in all areas of your life. So for me, I was a wife, a mom, contributing to the finances of my household. I couldn't just quit. So I did the job, the business on the side, called it Moms Are the Best. It was a t-shirt line dedicated to celebrating women and mom and everything that we give to society, to our kids, to our, you know, everyone. And I did that for 18 months. That, Derek, is what detoured me. And I called it divine detour. Mm. That is what divinely detoured me into speaking. Because I was showing up at events, I would go to trade shows, conferences, flea markets. Should I sell t-shirts out the back of my trunk? Come on. Anywhere I could sell them, I would sell them. But it was that persistence and consistency in that path, in that course, that allowed someone to recognize me and say, wow, we love what you're doing. And that was someone at Morgan State University. They had a position there. They called me on the phone and said, we want you to come to our women's conference that we have every year. Sometimes we get 250 plus women, 300 that come to the conference and we'd love for you to speak and teach them how you started your own business. And initially I burst out laughing. I was like, oh, you did not the wrong number. I'm not a speaker. I'm not the one you're looking for. No, no, no. I was so against it because I felt so unqualified. Mm. And that was where God kind of had to shake me like, girl, it's not about you being qualified. You got to know that you've already been called and equipped for this opportunity so i had to get out of my own way of thinking that i should turn down that opportunity because i wasn't qualified mm. meaning i had never taken a stage before and instead say everything that you've been doing has called and equipped you for this what do i mean by that meaning my 15 years of corporate experience as a legal secretary one of my major primary uh responsibilities was being a liaison between people who are in the C the CEO and the board of directors, the general counsel, as well as the support staff. So I had to be a great communicator. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what you have to be in order to be a speaker? A great communicator. Everything that led up to that point was divinely orchestrated. I was divinely detoured to that. So I finally said yes, got out of my own way. I was so nervous. The event was on September 18, 2010. Come on. I remember walking in, I was terrified. My palms were real sweaty and my heart was pounding like it was about to jump out of my chest. I had knots in my stomach. And then I was like, why did I say yes? Why did I say yes? <laughs> you know how you want to back out of that big yes you gave, but you can't now because you got to be a person of your word. So I just reminded myself, Cheryl, just be authentically you. That's it. Just be authentically you. You are good enough. And it was on that day that I discovered that was the thing I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I would have never discovered that had I said no 
to that opportunity that scared me so much. And that's why I say to people, if it don't scare you, it can't grow you. Because if it doesn't scare you, it's not pushing you into any new area that you have to peel back new layers, discover new things about yourself and push through fears that you tried to ignore prior to that point. So that was the, I would say the real beginning of my speaking career was that date, September 18, 2010 at Morgan State University, when I said yes to my first unpaid speaking opportunity, mm. but I knew, it, I knew it wouldn't stay that way. I knew that once I made a decision that that was going to be the career I wanted for the rest of my life, that I would find a way to make it work. Cause I just have a level of tenacity in my spirit that functions that way. I have that one listener, like, wait a minute, you were still working, still selling t-shirts. Then you went from there to unpaid speaking. You must really love what you do about yourself. Even though you wasn't sure being a speaker, you didn't know, but you still took the opportunity to see, yep. you know, where it can take you. You gotta be curious. You, you gotta have a curious spirit. You gotta have an explorative spirit. Like, okay, God, I'm willing to explore. Uh, okay. And, and maybe some things you explore, you were like, oh, I don't love that. I don't want to do that. Right. And that's okay. I tell, I teach my kids that now, like <laughs> you're young, explore everything you want to try, try it, try it all. Mm -hmm. And that way you can weed out what you don't like, what you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought I was going to like that, but I really don't. I don't enjoy that. So for me, yeah, I give myself permission to explore all aspects of who God says I'm supposed to be. And, and then he makes the final decision. And that final decision was made on that day because of what I felt inside, how I felt in my spirit. Like I knew as I was speaking, I could see people with their pens, writing, mm -hmm. taking copious notes. I saw as I was sharing like my story about how I got there that day, what prompted me, you know, me starting my business and wanting to spend more time with my family and my kids. Like I could see tears streaming down the side of uh, some of the women's eyes. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I love the way I'm able to make people feel through this power of communication called public speaking. And I love the way I feel doing it. So I knew in that day, I want to feel this way for the rest of my life. But bigger than that, I want to make people feel this way for the rest of my life. Hopeful. I want to help breathe life into their dreams. I want to remind them that they are good enough. They're worthy and they're capable just as they are. They don't have to have some laundry list of qualifications. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I want to be a dream agent. I want to be a chain, a world changer for the rest of my life. And look at me, y'all definitely changed my world. I, and I, I posted it back in 2019 on Instagram. Go back and look it up. Um, you, I, I said it changed my world. Now the, op the opportunities, the openings, the just exposure has changed yep. to where I'm still humble. And that was going to be another question before this next question when we talk about speaking to being a best-selling author. Mm. How did that kind of tie in for you to go into uh, becoming an author? So I knew if I was, here's my thing. Success leaves clues always. So I follow people who are massively successful at the thing I want to do. So if I'm following some of the gurus in speaking, then you know I'm following Lisa Nichols. I'm following Les Brown. I'm following Eric Thomas. I'm following <laughs> Brian Tracy. I'm following Tony Robbins. At a minimum, you following those five people, right? So then I look at, what clues have they left for me through their own massive success? And the clue is, 
if you really are going to be a world-renowned, highly respected and sought-after speaker, you also must solidify your expertise by putting your expertise in writing. That was the clue they left for me. So it wasn't even optional whether or not I would become an author. And I'm going to share a secret with you. I don't love writing. Mm. That is not my gig. My gig is speaking. <laughs> Anything I can say verbally, that's what I want to do. I want to I want to speak it. Mm. My daughter, my 18-year-old who's about to graduate high school is just the opposite. She don't want to be on the camera. She don't want to be on front. She wants to speak. She wants to write. She's going for a degree in creative writing. She loves nice. to write. So, but I understood how powerful it is to marry the two to say i'm an expert in this thing right here i can teach you how to do this and then to have a physical tangible representation of that which is a book to show people to demonstrate yes i know what i'm talking about so anytime you are looking for someone who's an expert you expect that they have a book on it if you say you're an expert in leadership i expect you got a leadership book if you're a, a, an expert in speaking i expect you have a speaker book which i have a speaker's book so for me, it was all about connecting the, the dots between what makes a well-rounded speaker successful and someone who's able to add the greatest level of value to the people they're serving. And without, for me, without a shadow of a doubt, that was putting what I knew in a book. I like what you said. And we talk about spirit. It hit my spirit. Those that are successful leave clues, whether they let you know or not. They're leaving you clues. So yeah. it's up to you to, to, to grasp it and make uh, great use of it. When we speak about the spirit that comes with faith and hope during mm -hmm. these trying times, cool. personal, what has it been? What made Dr. Cheryl Wood, I like to say that, by the way, <laughs> become so spiritually sound? Um, I mean, my spiritual, uh, my spiritual upbringing from my mom, my mom was always a God fearing woman. So that started from a young girl, like okay. always acknowledging that there's a higher being than you. And one day you go meet your maker, right? So you want to make sure that you are good to people, kind to all people. And I believe in reaping what you sow. I believe in karma and whatever you want to call. I believe in all of that yes. because I was raised to believe that. So for me during this, the time of COVID, was just it really was just a continuing of my faith anyway my entire journey has been a faith walk it didn't take covid for me to start having faith my entire journey for, for there's no way no nobody can tell me any different that to take a girl from poverty mm. and a girl from nothing and a girl from a single parent household and a daddy who was a severe alcoholic and all that trauma and number one to be sitting here sane with my sanity that's number one but number two to be massively successful to be creating generational wealth for my kids and my grandkids like that doesn't come just on your own strength so i always say god adds his super to my natural mm. therefore it's produced supernatural strength so i have the supernatural strength to make it through covid in terms of pivoting and learning, okay, how do I still keep this business not just alive, but thriving? I don't want to, I don't want a feast or famine business. Mm -hmm. I don't want, oh, sometimes good, sometimes. No, I want it always to be good because I'm doing what I need to do. So it was a continued faith walk. Nothing really shifted other than continuing to pray at an even heightened level because the world as a whole 
was in this pandemic together. And I was seeing people that I love really experience difficult times, you know, whether it was loss of loved ones through the pandemic or their businesses were suffering. Um, and so I just used that time to go deeper in prayer, deeper in my faith, um, but also to, to be more of a supporter, even more to a greater degree to other people. I did a whole lot of free stuff during COVID, meaning free trainings to teach other people how to survive and thrive. Why? Because to whom much is given, much is required. So it wouldn't be fair that my Trump, my, my business tripled in COVID, during COVID. My, my business numbers tripled, but I'm not going to give back? Mm. No. So I made sure I gave just as much as God blessed me with. I wanted to pour that back out. And I just believe when you constantly make that a part of who you are, not any you know specific thing happening in, in the world, but just who you are as a person, you're always going to succeed. He's going to make sure of it. And that's how I live my life. And that's how I made it through COVID. And that's how I make it through my everyday steps in life. Check mark, check mark. I'm taking mental notes. I'm going to go back and listen and edit and take more notes as a good refresher and to keep not only myself inspired by you know, you, like I told you, it's, it's definitely a beautiful thing to see. Before you go, where can we, the audience, support your books, support your speaking engagements, just get to know and learn more about Dr. Cheryl Wood? Yep, you can connect with me all across social media at Cheryl Empowers. I'm over on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn if you prefer to hang out there. Facebook, just type in Cheryl Empowers with an S on the end and you'll find me. And then if you want to uh, connect and become a part of my VIP community, I actually have this amazing speaker community over on Facebook and it's called Global Speakers University. Literally, you can go there, go to Facebook, type in Global Speakers University. It's free. I give tips, free speaker tips, how you can use your voice, uh, tips related to writing your books. I even share uh, open calls for speakers who are looking for speaker opportunities where you can submit your proposals. Uh, some of them have an investment, some of them don't have an investment, but you get to play where you feel like you fit best. And then my website is CherylEmpowers.com. And that allows you to, of course, get connected where you will receive content and education and inspiration from me uh, on a more consistent basis. And typically the, those folks who are part of my list on my website also get the first opportunities when I'm doing something like a book project. Uh, like I just finished my fourth book project with Les Brown. Nice. I have some other projects coming up. Speaker Con is coming up for this year. Hit, hit Derek Murphy. We need to get you in the building. Mm -hmm. Yep. In the building. Well, you I mean, you know, we need to get you in the building. We need to get you in the building so you can teach a class on podcasting. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> Look yeah. at God. I won't yeah. even look into getting, but anyway, continue. Okay. I got you. Because you no know what? Because when you are a blessing, you are always going to be blessed. Period. Thank you. When you are constantly a blessing to others, you will always be blessed. So the blessings ain't stopped. They're just starting for you. I'm excited. I would love to. I'm saying this in front of however many thousands of people, thousands and thousands of people, millions of people who are going to watch this. We would love to have you come and do I'm a there. session on podcasting. Yeah. I'm there. You want to have our featured speakers this year oh man see again i told you there's something about world dr cheryl wood and her team they they bring out that other side of me to where i just especially 
you people would think, and shout out to Brian Olds. He was like, y'all have this energy to where people thought we were family. They thought I knew before that event. They thought, yeah, we knew each other. I'm like, no, I didn't know nobody. I, you know, this this guy looking to network and just kind of get to meet people like us that are successful and trying to see. Like you said, with your uh, global speaking network, just kind of see where I fit in, where I can kind of, you know, not yeah. get nobody's way. But Dr. Sherwood, you can count me in. I already told you offline, yeah. if it's something major, I'll be there. The, I'm not worried about the consequences because I know who the source is. But that's another story, world. But thank you. Um, Absolutely. Thank you. We will continue to stay in touch. Um, the listeners like Murph. I know we hear your story, but this Dr. Cheryl Wood really giving us something to, you know, dive a little deeper. And you're going to be a guest speaker and teaching class? Yes, I, 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 I am. I hope, you think I'm going to tell her are. no? Come, come on, world. Y'all know I'm not that type of guy. But um, first time listeners, thank you for tuning in. The avid listeners, what up? Y'all know how we do it. Uh, just continue to be safe, everybody. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at It's D Murph. The Flagrant 2 Pod on Instagram page is flagrant2pod underscore. Check out the website, www.dmurphspeaks.com. Also, just check out my Instagram back in 2019. Scroll down or check out the um, the highlights. Check out the highlights. You see me and Dr. Cheryl Wood. I'm still like. Is this surreal? And uh, from there, you know, other opportunities and, and, and recognition came after that. But again, Dr. Wood, thank you. Uh, we'll definitely stay connected. Uh, hopefully we can, you know, meet uh, in August while you out here in this great city. But I'm sure we'll talk before then to get prepared for my speaking engagement slash podcast class. <clears throat> I'll, be, I'll start preparing now, by the way. <laughs> But thank you very much, uh, world. Y'all already know. Oh, we love y'all too. Y'all know how we close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Murph, you did it again. Setting trends like you wanted to win. Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins. Connecting dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Adore my wife and I love my kids. I never let them down, never let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me because of brown, that's okay. I got the blood of a king. Saw it in the dream, ain't all with a scene. Try to turn us to fiends. We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. These beliefs trying to kill y'all. I'm just here trying to heal y'all. So listen as we work, dropping them gems now, rocking with D Murph. Tuning in as we did it in, so millin' being better men, we so adamant about the culture. Sick of these vultures, we in the game now, watch how we coach ya. Keep your guns in the holster, love is life, and that's how we approach ya. Huh?